You're listening to the Dinton Cricket Podcast. Catch it with Mike and Ellie. Coming up on today's podcast, we have George Young the Eleven team come in to share some tips about cardboard and heroic failures, of course. The latest news on um, matches from the club, and that's about it. Thank you. Hello, this is the Dinton Cricket Podcast with me, Elliot, obviously, and Mike. Hello, Mike. How was your day, Ellie? Uh, fine, thank you. Looking forward to another edition of the Dinton Cricket Podcast? Obviously, otherwise I wouldn't be here. So to start off, I think we'll do um, some matches. Ah, we could do a little rundown of the results, couldn't we? So first up, we have the under-11s game entering, softball game. Ah, yeah, the, the, we had a tournament. We played in the Whitehead Trophy over at Tring. We got a team together and Matthew ran that for us. He was the team manager with his boy Curtis. They got a team together. Do you know anyone else who was in the team? Uh, my sister. She also knows Curtis since Curtis goes to her school. Ah, very good. Very good. Can you tell me a bit about Karina's experience then at the tournament? Uh, she, she liked it. Sometimes she got a bit bored because there was one team that was really bad. Bad as in the sense that they were OK, yeah. but um, they just lost wickets too quickly, so it became a bit boring. Ah. And then another team that was so good, they never got a, um, Karina's team never got a single wicket. Ah. So she was a bit annoyed when that happened, but apart from that, she liked it. I guess that's sport, though, right? That's true. So You've got one team that wrecks you, and then another team that makes no effort to even try, and you get bored. Well, I think they were probably trying. They probably just hadn't had as much experience probably. as Probably. Like, I'm only joking. I, I, I don't have any prejudice against any of the teams. Oh, of course, of course. I know that, Ellie. Um, and that happens a lot, actually, when we're first starting out at cricket, doesn't it? Because sometimes we play against people who've played loads and loads and loads, and then there's other times where you play against people and it's their first time. Yes, and that's the problem with playing, if you ever play a video game online, online as well, it's the same sort of thing. So it's generally the game doesn't really know your skill level. It's mm. unfair, really. Yeah. I, I played the cricket game online once, and for some stupid reason... It, it matches you up randomly with another person who's on the game. Uh, so one of the, one of you's the batsman, one of you's the bowler, and the other and the and the fielders are computer controlled. Um, but um, I always got to sit matched up against this same guy, and I think he must have been a cricket professional or something because I couldn't hear any. An like, online gaming cricket professional. Yeah, because I didn't know that was a career. That sounds exciting. I mean, there's esports careers you can get now. You oh. can sign up actually. Ah. Huh. Would you fancy a bit of esports? No, uh, cricket esports would be pretty cool. Yeah. We'll have a VR esports, a VR cricket. Wow. That'd be really cool. Maybe that's our next dint adventure. We've got under nines, we've got under 11s, 13s, 15s, we've got the girls, we've got what under 19s. What about under VR? What about the VR team? I like it. I mean, there is a new VR headset coming out soon, the yeah. Oculus Quest, and you don't need a PC or a game console for it to work, no. as far as I know. Now you are talking about something which is out of my area of expertise. Yes, so we better move on to actual cricket. You're listening to the Dinton Cricket Podcast. Catch it with Mike and Ellie. Okay, so Mike, any other games that you want to talk about? So we spoke a bit about the Tring tournament, didn't we? We had the first team started their league campaign in the home counties Premier League. So we've got a new captain, his name's Will Fisher, and he's a great chap. He plays his cricket. Does he fish? I don't think he does fish actually yet I think that's something for after his cricket career Uh, but there's Will Fisher and his sister Hannah Fisher is a really good cricketer too actually Uh, do any any of them fish? Uh, I don't think so that's a shame Um, so Will comes back from Exeter University and he's skipper of our first team Uh, and they started their league campaign uh, this Saturday just gone and we played against Oxford Downs who are newly promoted and we got 
beaten handsomely in that fixture. Uh, and then on Sunday there was a National Village game. So, Mike, I actually watched the Oxford Downs game. I saw you batting. It was great to see you there, Ellie. And, that, uh, of course, it's always great to see any of the juniors come to our first Now, I matches. won't say to the listeners about how you got zero in the match. That'll be good. Don't share that. I'd really appreciate that. We'll keep that between me, me and you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I was just helping out because we were missing a few of our star cricketers this week. So, um, helping out in the loosest sense, I guess... Getting zero wasn't really I mean, helping very much. I, I had an inkling of your bad day when I bowled you out in the nets. <laughs> that is true, Ellie, actually. That is true. Perhaps we won't share that with the listeners either. No. OK, good man. So we'll keep that between us. Uh, it was great to see the juniors there. Um, I loved facing Dylan McRae in the nets, and I loved facing you in the nets, even if you did get me out. And that prepared me perfectly for my innings that lasted about four balls. But again, don't tell the listeners that. No, it's our little secret. Luckily, Fortunes turned on Sunday. Um, Dinton play in a competition called the National Village Knockout, which is only open to villages of a certain size. If you're bigger than, if you if you're much bigger than uh, um, a small village, then you're not allowed to enter. What's the, the definition of a small village? Oh, I knew you were going to ask me that. Um, I guess when you go from being a village to a town, even okay. so, towns can't enter, villages can. Okay. Hence the National Village Knockout. I'm guessing there is some um, official definition of a village. I think there is. Maybe that's one for next I honest, Maybe a village definition, I put it as like 10 houses, maybe. Oh, I think it's more than 10. I think there's more than 10 in Dinton. I'd say 50 then. Okay. That well, will do. Maybe we can start our own competition. 50 houses. Who knows? The 50 houses National Knockout. Perfect. <laughs> Only 50 houses apply. Okay. Sounds good. Not counting churches and shops. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> because then otherwise you, you, no one will actually enter because they can't actually get 50 buildings. I think, I, I think, so we'll carry on playing in the National Village Knockout this year. The next round's on the 26th of May. Um, that is at home. That's an exciting fixture for the club. Uh, we play Westbury, who are, who are a strong side. So obviously it's great for any of the listeners to come along and watch that. But the only reason we're in the next round is because Will Fisher, who doesn't fish, Got 150. Played brilliantly. So it was great to see the captain announcing himself in our National Village team. And Talib Hussain, who is uh, vice-captain of our second team, he got promoted to play in the National Village knockout. And guess what? Guess what? What? He got 130. Well, 127. So they put on 300 for the first wicket, which has got to be some kind of club record. No no one is going to beat that. Well, someone might, but they'd have to take a lot of work to make it happen. I agree. I agree. So it was a pretty successful weekend all in all. We started the Home Counties campaign and we didn't get a win, unfortunately. The under-11s played? The under-11s played in the Tring tournament, which was great. That was a softball tournament for our under-11s. I watched that. Yeah, and we've got uh, lots of... um, Lots of junior matches started now. There's cricket on most evenings at Dinton. Yes. Only complaint about the under-11 game, the barbecue didn't stay around for long enough. <laughs> it's important. I couldn't get a burger. <laughs> I got a 7-up, but, but, but then the barbecue had gone by the time I went to get a, go and get a burger. There's a barbecue on a Friday night, Ellie. We can and occasionally there's a pizza thingy, isn't there? On a Friday? Pizza yeah, and Prosecco Fridays. When does that happen? Uh, well, we'll decide. Well, good, because I want to have a slice. <laughs> OK, that sounds good. We'll do it soon. All the latest news, views and heroic fails from Dinton Cricket Club on Catch It with Mike and Ellie. So, today's heroic failure brought on by our guest himself, George. Hello, George. Hello. What is your heroic failure? It's not me, though. Well, whoever's heroic failure, then. So, in one match, he was playing... Daddy. 
Fielding at first slip, he went to catch the ball, missed it with his hands, hit him bang on the chin and then the, and ended up in Stoke Mandeville Hospital having stitches in a large hole in his chin. Uh, we could call that an injury failure. That sounds pretty dangerous to me. No, pretty dangerous. A, a but... heroic failure for, uh, for George's dad, Nigel, who's in charge of our under-11 team. Thanks for submitting that first heroic failure. I think that's the first guest heroic failure we've had. Very good. George? Yes? Um, I've actually got a bit of a subject to talk to you about today. What's that? Uh, hardball. Oh, hardball. OK. Uh, I understand that now a lot of softball players, or soft-ish ball, I mean, like, not really tennis balls, balls that are sort of... Incredibles. Uh, uh, yeah, those. Um, and also that's a really good name. Has anyone trademarked that? Because I need it trademarked. Uh, yes, that's why they're called Incredibles. That's such that's incredible. Someone, I bet you some, about ten people have tried to steal that trademark from them. I wouldn't know, but I do know that Incredible is a great way to start your cricket career. So a lot of players are moving up to hardball now, and a lot of them are scared. My sister is. I am. I was, should I say. So have you got any tips for them? Like, uh, anything to not be scared of? Apart from buying a hardball kit, uh, what other tips would you have for playing with hardball? Uh, don't be scared because all your bits are protected. Like... Uh, I literally mean all your... And by that, you literally mean all your bits... Yes. ...except for your feet are protected. And, and then again, shoes. even Yeah, even then, I think you can get protective shin pads and shoes, so that might be a bit of an understatement. If you can't get protective shoulders... No, so that might be a problem. They should introduce that. Funnish fact, before um, before they introduced Hardball Kit, uh, cricket was actually banned in England. Like, Eng- cricket was actually banned in England because... Uh, enough so, so many people got injured because they were bowling with hard balls with no protective gear that they actually banned cricket for about um two hundred years. No really? No, they they seriously banned cricket. You can look it up on Wikipedia. Okay. They they banned cricket. Are you sure someone didn't change it? I, I checked I checked. No, see, I've read it other I've read it in other places other than the Wikipedia. And I also checked the Wikipedia logs. Because I do a bit of light vandalism sometimes. Uh, <laughs> change two words, maybe. You do Wikipedia vandalism? Only two words. It's not that bad. Let's move on. Let's yes, move on. Let's move so, on. 200 years of cricket being banned. Yes, and, and look at it where it is now. And, and, now, and now it's a popular... It's even popular, more popular in India than England, I would say. I would definitely... My dad it. says that if you're growing up in India... If you want to make friends, go out to find a cricket game. You're, you've made um, in the streets. You, you can make friends really quickly. Mm. Why? Why would it be different making friends in India than it would be in England? My dad only said that because you can find cricket games in the streets there. Because ah. there's no cars or anything. Um, it means the roads are more like playing fields, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, you could check the Dinton website because the ground is open most evenings. So if you want to go and make friends, go and watch some cricket at Dinton. Take your bat and your ball. And make a new friend. This is the official Dinton Cricket Podcast. Catch it with Mike and Ellie. So, any other tips about hardballing? If the ball goes further when you hit it, that's get more runs. I have a couple of batting tips as well. Uh, You know you've hit the ball right if you can't actually feel it hit the bat. The higher up it is, or the lower up it is, you can feel it hitting the bat. But not if it's in the middle. Yeah, but if it's in the middle, it feels like you haven't actually hit it which is when you know you've hit a good ball. And it makes a nice noise. That's true. And you can also show off to your friends if you've got a really big cherry. Mug's bat looks like he's murdered someone with it. He's got so many. Most of the cherries are near the edge. <laughs> I should have just said that. No, you should. That's right. Right, Mike, Mike. 
I bet you there'll be some guy going into the police station. They accidentally arrest you because your bath has so many cherries on it. It does look a bit sinister, doesn't it? Because the yeah. red marks on the bat. Yes, I've, I've got a couple of cherries. I've got one on my leg, on my leg pad, and one on my bat. I've also got a very light one on the end of my bat as well, but I don't really count that. It's still a red mark. That's true, a red mark is a red mark. I wonder what it would be like if you got a cherry on your arm. Like, saying that... It, saying that... Everyone would think it was a cut, and then they'd like, pile it with that stipendic cream and plant until realising it was only colour on your thing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. That'd be heroic failure. It but would. then wouldn't you have an arm guard, or if you didn't, wouldn't it break your arm? Uh, let's, assuming that the hard ball is some sort of ball that doesn't break your arm. It has a, um, a shield. Your arm has a bubble shield or something. I, I think that's one of the important myths to bust, actually that sometimes you can get hit by the hard ball. Yes. Sometimes it hurts, sometimes it doesn't. That's true. So you could quite easily get hit on the forearm by a ball. Yeah. It leaves a red mark on your shirt or leaves a bit of a bruise, but you're all right to carry on. Yes, yeah. and if it is really serious, you can get it checked out, but it isn't, usually. The, the, the worst place you get hit by a ball is on the head, but because of helmets, that's not going to happen. But the important thing is, we've got all the pads, all the helmets, all the gloves, that a young cricketer needs when they start playing hardball. Yes. yes. So you and don't they're not even that expensive either. Well, that's, that's an important point. There's no need to go out and buy all the kit because the club's got the kit. If you love cricket and you love playing with a hardball for all the reasons we've spoken about, um, the fantastic strike that you get, the, the, you can hit it further, George, can't you? We spoke about that, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we did. Um, and if you really love it, then you can go and buy some kit. Of course. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we've busted a few myths there for people about hardball cricket. That should you? be a new section, Mythbusters. Ah. And you should get a helmet which has the adjustable back. Yes, that, that's a very good uh, tip as well. Because little people's heads are growing much. Yes, I have one with a strap and that's really helped me. Yeah. You're listening to the Dinton Cricket Podcast. Catch it with Mike and Ellie. So George, which age group are you playing in? I'm currently in the under-11s with my dad as a coach. Is that awkward? Sometimes. Why is that true? Because then... He never pick, they never pick you for what you want to do. I think Toby has that too. When I'm coaching a side, Toby doesn't get to be wicketkeeper or he has to bowl last or he has to bat with somebody that... I'm guessing it's because everyone would, I would accuse you of favouritism. Yes. Nepotism. That's true. And th- but the problem with that is, is if you don't do it, then you become last and you're accused of neglectance. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. can't get away from it. Yeah, don't, maybe don't show Toby this podcast because I don't want him to think he's neglected. Don't worry, he's not. If you're listening, you are not neglected. Brilliant. Thanks, Ellie. Thanks for clarifying that one. But it's a good point, George. And Mm -hmm. we've got lots of parents who've got children in that team. So, um, so sometimes... I think it's one of the biggest teams. I've had a look, and it seems like teams teams peak, team numbers peak, should I say, at around under 13s, then then get a little bit smaller every year. It's just, just how it works. Um, that's a bit of a legacy, Ellie, of Dinton before, because the club's growing so much. We're desperate to keep people interested in the game. So, yeah, because right, eventually got... people get old enough, they like the game, but they feel like other things are more important, and they leave. Yeah, I think that's quite natural, isn't I, it? I won't do that until I'm at least 18, And then, And then you, you're telling me you're going to leave? Yes. Well, maybe not. Like, obviously, when I get old enough, I will have to leave for reasons. Unless you play the first team. That's true, you physically can't leave. I want you to stay because you like it at Dinton. Definitely, I love it at Dinton. Perfect. So hopefully you won't leave when you're 18. 
Can I just say that I really like the barbecue at Dinton. So Eddie, uh, the girl, I can't remember her name, and the uh, Casalisto or something, a really odd pronouncing name. Well done. The people who do the barbecue? Yeah. They told me their names. I remember Eddie. I don't remember. One of them is a really weird sounding name, and the other one, I can't remember. Shall I tell you who does the barbecue? Yes, then I can say it properly. Brian, John, and Neil. <laughs> really? That's true. Is that's that true? true. That's true. That's true. But well, well done, Brian, John, and Neil. I mean, it's not even worse. <laughs> that's perfect. Wait, there's a girl in there. You got it wrong. There's not three boys. There's two boys and one girl. Brian, John, and Neil are in charge, Ellie. Maybe, maybe they had some casual help one week. Yeah. All the latest news, views, and heroic fails from Dinton Cricket Club on Catch It with Mike and Ellie. Thank you, George, for coming in. Thank you, Mike, for coming in. The pleasure as always, Ellie. And I guess thank you to me as well. I guess thank you to you. Thanks for the listeners. Yes, and just before we wrap up, I just want to tell all, all the listeners that this podcast is now available on iTunes and Spotify. As well as SoundCloud. Yes. Thank you for listening, and good night, good morning, or good evening, depending on when you're listening to this. Thank you.